Let's do weird like mood. Like a fun weird? Sure. Nah. Probably. I feel like that's a bad sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I've been like... I felt better about it before the sure. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I've been cracking jokes online all day, which is not a good sign. It's like my version of being manic. Yeah. When I'm trying hard. Same. Mm. I also do this thing where like I'll text CJ and if he doesn't text me back, I just copy and paste the text into Twitter. <laughs> And at because I need the attention, <laughs> and he's not giving me the attention. That's incredible. Yeah, but he always gives you the attention when it's on Twitter. No. Oh, okay. I just need attention from people. Got it. Oh, okay. No, oh, so like, he texted me back. So you but. you float an idea directly. It's not like you having a conversation. It's like you floated an idea at CJ, and he, he didn't say anything. It's not kind like of. are you yeah. home yet? No. Well, it was like a statement today, mm. but. That's funny. Are you home yeah, yet? Yeah, just tweet. Do it right now. We'll okay. see what happens. All right, let's do it. Let's, let's all, all do it. Okay. Are you home yet? And then by the end of the episode, we'll see if anybody's home. Yeah. How are you from all of the deaths that have happened? What? Um, like Luke Perry? Luke Perry. Oh. <laughs> I know. I was, Karina's like, what aren't you telling me? The guy me? from, what was it, Prodigy? I'm telling you this Michael Jackson thing. Yeah. The celebrities dying, no effect on my life. Okay. I'm not a celebrity dying kind of person. Are you Gen X? Yeah. Or are you millennial? No, I'm Gen X. Okay. I'm I just felt like that would have affected Or sometimes more. called Xennial because I'm in the three year transitional period. Oh. Yeah. That's why I relate with y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, kids. Yeah. Uh, hey, fellow kids. Yeah. But also why she's so much more intelligent. Yeah. <laughs> why she has her shit together yeah, a lot right? more. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have to worry about the earth dying when I was supposed to be in high school. Anyway. Um, I feel like I always forget. Like, after this, I'll completely forget all the stories that we told each other (laughs) (laughs) until I go back and re-listen to it. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And then I remember it. But for some reason, my brain just like sucks it all in and then fucking dumps it out. It's the most enjoyable part of uh, editing the podcast is that I like forgot all the stories. Yeah. To listen to them. Yeah. (laughs) I have to listen again. Yeah. Everyone should listen more than once. I'm just kidding. That's true. Does that help? Our ratings? I have no idea. Do we get like the MyPillow guy to sponsor us or whoever buys ad space on podcast now? I MyPillow. I don't know. I don't Isn't know what that is. Like, didn't he introduce Trump at CPAC? We don't want MyPillow. I don't know. What, that what is, is. MyPillow? Is it like a it's body a guy pillow? with a mustache who hugs a pillow and you buy it and you use it on your bed. That's all I know about uh, my Sounds pillow. like that Michael Jackson documentary. Oh, yeah. man. It was so bad. I mean, it was good. It was just so, like, it's it was aggressive. It's hard to get through. It was aggressive. It's aggressively explicit and terrifying and focused on child grooming. It's terrible. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. That Nothing fun about it. Got Mm-mm. out there. But, yeah, I was kind of looking for a popcorn munch and let's revisit the old no, scandal right eat that uh-uh. eat with that no Mm-mm. Mm-mm. i could only watch i watched the first one and i was like well this is a mega bummer so i'm gonna <laughs> watch some cartoons or something yeah even it out anyway the dead people um so luke perry yeah yeah he was in the original buffy and that's all i know him from me too. I yeah. mean, I know he was on 90210, but... Didn't watch 90210. See, I know that, but yeah, I never yeah. watched it. Yeah. I didn't watch it either, but no. the original Buffy is so fucking good. Riverdale, though. Oh, was right? he on Riverdale? He's a dad, right? He's Archie's dad. What the fuck? I almost texted you about it because I was oh, like, yeah. oh shit, he's on Riverdale. Yeah. Lisa's gonna be... So Lisa's the most affected by okay. Luke Perry's passing. Honestly, nice. yeah. 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 <laughs> I would have been more upset if it was Skeet Ulrich, though. Yeah, that, me too, honestly. That would have hit me a little harder. I don't know who that is. He was in Scream, mm-hmm. and he's in Riverdale. The original Scream. He's that twin boy's dad. Yeah. Twin boy's dad. Cole Dylan. Cole Sprouse. Cole Dylan Sprouse. What? Cole and Dylan Sprouse. <laughs> I One don't of know them what's is happening. Jughead. 
Okay. Just shut it down. Just stop it. I don't shut it down. All right. Who's the other person who died? The lead singer of Smash Mouth. Who'd no, you say? Prodigy. Prodigy. <laughs> Not Smash no, Mouth. No, if the lead singer of Smash Mouth died, everyone would know my yeah. upset. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'd like be more to memes. hear like a sad version of All Star. Like, <laughs> oh my God, like bagpipes? you know, yeah, like <laughs> I <laughs> Jesus bagpipes All Star. Actually, I would like we don't have to wait for him to die. Let's go ahead and I, just I, get a bagpipe version of All Star going. Gotta be out there somewhere. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Let's make sure I it's hope not. So, um, oh, Prodigy. Um, I mean, I guess I liked that video when I was a kid. Which video was it? I uh, don't... Firestarter. Oh, well, how did that go? They... Isn't that I'm a Firestarter or something like that, right? Oh my God, you guys! Oh my! <laughs> I knew it existed. <laughs> Everyone has turned this podcast <laughs> off at this point. Well, for real though, now if he I have to die. Die, canceled. please play that at my funeral <laughs> oh i will but you have to do the same for me oh. on it okay i know when you're gonna die so oh that was <laughs> <Fuck> good yeah. <laughs> i love the internet sometimes i w- does this person have a patreon no okay <laughs> idiot i want to give you two dollars a month comment on there and be like months. how do i give you money for this because <laughs> <laughs> you just made my dreams come true literally man that was that was beautiful. It was beautiful. Man, I'm at that weird place in my head where I'm like, I have food at home, but I'm hungry now. Oh, so I don't oh, know yeah. what to do. I still have pistachios if you need them. I also have cashews. I did Just the curbside thing. Yeah. Yeah. I did H-E-B curbside. It was We should get awesome. the brunch I in I love this, uh, curbside. Yeah. Oh, uh, I'm Karina Magyar. I'm Lisa Friedrich. I'm Whitney Lamond. And this is Food Free Weird Brunch. Woo! Oh, Yeah. <laughs> We're all eating eggs Benedict. We're just kidding. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm dribbling hollandaise sauce all over myself. Why did I say that? Past the hollandaise, but you went a little bit further. It's okay. I'm sorry. I told you I was in a weird mood. I warned everybody. I would drink hollandaise right now. That's how hungry I am. Mm. Get you some food, dude. That does sound like weirdly drinkable. Yeah. I mean, it's just eggs and lemon and like mayonnaise or something or is that how you make mayonnaise i don't know i think that's how you actually make mayonnaise yeah i was gonna say if they use eggs and mayonnaise yeah they've just added they've just added extra eggs eggs. yeah yeah i don't know hollandaise Mm. i think there's a cumin in it or something hollandaise rose i love that song i do too did he die no he well i mean emotionally (gasps) he's been emotionally dead forever yeah what he got kicked out of Fleetwood Mac. Again. I was thinking of Again? Chevy Chase. Yeah, like recently. Oh, Chevy Chase. Oh. Yeah, because that's yeah, no, yeah. reminds been dead me of vacation. The whole time. He, yeah, oh, he's yeah. always dead on the inside. Mm-hmm. God, he was hot when he was young, though. Chevy? Yeah. With the short shorts? Yeah. 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 He's so tall, though. Yes. That's okay. not a bad thing. I don't know. Just too tall. <laughs> Your future husband is seven foot. He's eight eleven. Eight eleven. Why haven't we done something on him? I know. <laughs> he doesn't live in the house. He has to live outside under mm-hmm. a circus tent. Um, <laughs> He's an elephant. Yeah. Mm. Well, should mm. we start it up? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of an elephant, mm-hmm. kind of. Okay. Um, I want to talk about the Sphinx. Giza's Sphinx. Kind of like an elephant. Kind of like an elephant. Well, it's got a body of a lion. Lions and elephants, uh, they hang out. They do. They chill. They chill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the Sphinx in Egypt, we're all familiar, right? Yes. yes. Lion body, pharaoh head. It's got the big headpiece. Mm-hmm. No nose. Tells riddles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Egyptologists. It's Aladdin. Yes. Yes. Mm. Well, that mm. was a tiger head. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. I think. We'll wait till the live one comes out. That'll clear it up for sure. Somebody from that should be dead. Really? So bad. I disagree. Oh, no. I don't want that at all. You're in for Blue Will Smith? Yeah. Do not want. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. I'm in. It's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna be terrible or amazing, but either way, I'm in. I think it's gonna be mediocre okay. and disturbing. Like I don't think it's gonna be mediocre at all. I think it's either gonna be wow, this is great, or holy shit. How did you feel about great. Beauty and the Beast live action? I liked it. Mm. Nah. Oh, but she's the Disney girl. I didn't <laughs> <laughs> pity her. I don't, I don't think she did a bad job. I just. Oh, wait, you mean, I thought we yeah. were talking about. No, you think I, I did it. a bad job. <laughs> I know yep. that. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> no, damn I it. don't. Whatever. You <clears throat> spill shrimp on you. Shrimp and grits over there. <laughs> Gross. Uh, okay. So anyway, back so, to this Sphinx. Yeah, Brendan Fa- mm-hmm. Fraser's friends, uh, <laughs> yeah. they argue that the Sphinx was built soon after the first pyramid. Uh, but now there's new things that suggest it was built before the pyramids. Awesome. Uh, English geologist and secretary of the Manchester Ancient Egypt Society. Hot. Oh, man, he gets the coolest medals. You know that guy just slays pussy. <laughs> like, he's oh, just yeah. out there. Literally murdering women. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that dude found that rain erosion on the Sphinx's enclosure suggest it was built many years before so there's like actually an enclosure inside of the sphinx oh like like you can go inside the body and chill out there's a I hidey believe hole so. where do you go in the butt <laughs> i mean yeah i can't because i don't the, I can't mouth, pi- the mouth is closed you the mouth is closed yeah i can't picture any doors yeah. do you have to dig your way in yeah just like you would a butt <laughs> gotcha there you just go gotta dig in that butt mm-hmm just keep digging until you feel something. <laughs> and then you get into a tiny little room and it smells like bad I'm... and it's been eroding for... I feel like this is a Tool song. <laughs> oh my God, it is a Tool song. It's a Prodigy song. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Can you put Stink Fist in here? They won't get pissed. I'm just kidding. They will. Um, um, I'll see if I can find it on bagpipes. <laughs> oh, <fuck>. uh, <laughs> I'm just singing it in my head now. So a sunken palace... Of the Giza Plateau provides further evidence that there was activity in the area before the building of the pyramids. They found a sunken palace. Now, I did look that up Mm -hmm. doing some research. Whoa. And I could not find anything other than like Cleopatra had a underground palace. But that was way after all of this. Okay. But there was like an underground city for people or a sunken city. For people who were building the pyramids. So mm-hmm. like tens of thousands of people were out there building the pyramids. So they had to mm-hmm. stay somewhere. So they stayed in this like bizarro, huge sunken city. So I'm wondering if that's what they were talking about. Got you. Okay. So it's kind of like a slum ancient Egypt style. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, the style of this palace that was found implies it's older than the other tombs at the site. So it also might have had a pyramid over it. I, again, could not find any information about Cool. A 2008 documentary reveals that the researchers discovered the head to be disproportionate to the body. So if you look at it sideways, the head is tiny compared to the body. Yeah. Yeah. And Egyptians were very good at not doing that. (laughs) Like, they were very precise in what they were building. True. So... Their triangles really turned out triangular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still a triangle to rhombi. this day. They're rhombi. Mm-hmm. Well, I, pyramids, I think, technically would be the shape. There, isn't that just the shape of a fucking pyramid? A rhombus would be like a two pyramids stuck together on their butts. Mm-hmm. So we think that the head is smaller because originally it was a lion head. Uh, given that the monument already has the body of a lion, it makes sense to the experts that it originally had the face of a lion. Okay. Two early Egyptians, not two of them, but two early Egyptians. <laughs> I realize I said that. Two early two Egyptians <laughs> came Jeff. back from the dead yeah. and were like, what up? <laughs> That's a lion. That we like a lion. <laughs> Uh, to early Egyptians, the lion was a much more potent symbol of power than the human face. So again, yeah, just driving this home. They also generally did things the other way, where it was like human body, animal face. Mm-hmm. That was their move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was their move. Um, also, during Egypt's early history, lions inhabited the wilds of Giza, which is interesting to think about. 
Yeah, because it was more desert lush and stuff. Lion. Yeah. No, they well, wasn't I the guess, desert yeah. during their day. It was the Fertile Crescent. Right? No, that was in Iraq. Fuck! I'm so sorry. You're doing great, Whitney. You are in the right the part Nile of the world. The Nile River Delta. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> there you go. I got it. Hey! That means I got You should, it. yeah. It sounded like the beginning of the Lion B King. plus. <laughs> um, now that I'm excited for. That looks great. I also just remembered that Pete Davidson is with mm. Kate Beckinsale. Okay, that's all. I'll stop. Um, okay. Also, there are many drawings of both male and female lions. So this would have been a female lion that they would have made. Okay, so no mane. No mane. Okay. No mane. Uh, the statue was recarved to be modeled on Khufu, hmm? is what the belief is. Khufu. Is that a god? The pharaoh. Oh, okay. come on, guys. But all pharaohs are gods, right? Right. What's Kuf- Who's Khufu? Is he one of the pharaohs? Um, so it's believed by uh, some that it's actually representing the likeness of King Khafra, but the elder brother of King Khafra, uh, Jedefre? Okay. The mm-hmm, Jed- that's got to be it. Jedefre. Jeffrey. Whatever. Jeffrey with some D's in it. Uh, so anyway, Jeff built the Sphinx to honor his father, Khufu. Mm-hmm. Okay. So lots of mix up there. I mean, I would... It's either the father or the son. I would or definitely... The, I was going to say that. I mean, if my dad was named Khufu, I'd be scrawling his name and graffiti all over the place. Khufu? Khufu, bitches. Um, so particular weathering found on the body of the Sphinx and surrounding ditch... The monument was carved from displays features that can only be caused from prolonged water erosion. The amount of water erosion the Sphinx has experienced indicates a construction date no later than 6th millennium BC or 5th millennium BC, at least 2,000 years before the widely accepted construction date and 1,500 years prior to the accepted date for the beginning of Egyptian civilization. This is blowing my mind. 6th millennia BC? What does that mean? Six thousand years before. Yeah. Wow. I always forget how old Egypt is. Yeah. Like I, I'm like six thousand years is is a long time ago. Yeah. Okay. That's nutty. Sorry, it's really blown my mind. <laughs> it is. I don't. Nutty. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen anything that's that old. Like human beings have only been around for like <clears throat> ten years. Yeah. <laughs> like about ten years. A hundred thousand years or so? I don't know. I'm losing my mind. I didn't find a bagpipe version of Stinkfist, and I'm very disappointed. I'm also disappointed. Yeah. So, yeah, this water erosion is like giving it away. The body is much older than the head. So they they carved a lion way back in the day, Mm -hmm. and then... When did the Khufu shit happen? Was that like when the pyramids were happening? They're like, oh no, the lion's falling apart. We'll slap a slap a bird on it. Was that they were doing with the human face? Well, I think it's one of those things where they're like, like maybe he was like, oh man, that thing rules. And then they were like, well, we'll just make it yours because we're Egyptians and we do right. fucking crazy shit. Pharaohs do crazy shit. So it was just branding. Like he rebranded this face. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he made it, he like slapped a khufu on it yeah there's also a sphinx in a museum that has it has a human head but it has two ears that have clearly been like Mm. knocked off but not very well so sphinxes are cats (laughs) sphinxes are cats too i like it i it makes a lot more sense that you would carve a giant ass lion in the desert yes yeah a lion with a dude head yeah who wants a dude head well, it didn't stick. Like, nobody else was like, oh, yeah, we're all about sphinxes now. There's only, no. like, one sphinx anywhere. Mm. And everybody else is well, like... Well, there's that smaller one in the museum, but... Yeah, 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 but that was a lion, too, you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure it was a lion. That's right. Just anyway, wasn't a good idea. Go see Lion King. Fuck you, Khufu. <laughs> go see Lion King. I can't wait till Disney sponsors us. They, they will. They've already reached out, so oh, I'm yeah, working Disney on Dad. it. Yeah. What up, Disney, Disney Dad? Dad? Hope you're listening again. <laughs> Somebody named Disney Dad commented on our Disney 
Lisa's Disney story on, the club on Instagram. Yeah, whatever it was. It's our story. Well, but it was your story. I mean, well, sure, your but portion we're in this together. So if someone's That's retweeting true. us, we all have to stay vigilant. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but you get all the credit in the world. Well, thanks for the credit here, but out on the streets, mm-hmm. we roll together. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm talking funny. I'm dueling. Uh, God. Did y'all know that Jules' headquarters are in Austin? No. That doesn't surprise me. What? Yeah, I just found that out while I wasn't looking for jobs. I was going to say it. Are you going to go work there? I'm sure everyone is just constantly like, fuck yeah. That was. I bet you can vape in that office. I bet you can. I I bet it's encouraged. They probably got like a little tube, like a hookah style on the desks. Like a standing desk, except it has a vape. Or you wear it as like a camelback, but it's actually just a giant (gasps) vape thing. So you can just. I would murder everyone that had that. Lisa, it's a million dollar idea. Let's start it. Yeah, there's this is the time for startups. All you need is a brand and then just wander around the streets mm-hmm. for the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Happy oh, yeah. South by everybody. Wee. Wee. I'll be All right. It. I'll talk about butt stuff. Hell yeah. Tell us we about want to go butt back stuff. to butt stuff? Yeah. All right. My thing is about this guy who kind of looks like uh the dude from Parks and Rec. What's his name? Ron Swanson? Nope. The Adam Scott Mm. And his name. Oh, he kind of looks like John Raffio too. A little bit, like if Adam Scott and John Raffio had a, a baby. His name's Doctor Damien Jacob Merkowitz Sendler. That's a mouthful. Mm-hmm. And he's call him Doc. <laughs> Doc Damien uh, has written and published a number of medical papers that have taken the world by storm. He's been. Uh, written about in Vice, Playboy, uh, Huffington Post, Insider Bustle, Thrive Global, Women's Health, Forbes, and he was a guest on the Savage Love Cast. That is a crazy media footprint for a scientist. He's a scientist, not a doctor doctor? He is a PhD type doctor, but like a science one. For what? For sexology, and he <laughs> has written papers including, uh, hold on, hold on. Those are the articles. Sexology. That sounds like something like in elementary school. Or a You're frat like, boy. I'm going to grow up and be a sexologist. <laughs> and be like, hey, uh, okay, DJ, so- settle down. So he DJ. wrote a paper. DJ. DJ? Sorry. The kid who had a crush on me when I was in elementary school. Oh, I thought, you were, going, I thought mm-hmm. you were going full house. Um, no. So he wrote a paper called Necrophilia in a Sample of Forensically <gasps> Committed Psychiatric Patients. Uh, He has written studies about why some people are attracted to animals and why people fall in love with serial killers. So like like he's into some kinky shit. Sounds like I want to read all of those. Mm -hmm. Uh, He also wrote a study called Similar Mechanisms of Traumatic Rectal Injuries in Patients Who Had Anal Sex with Animals to Those Who Were Butt-Fisted by Human Sexual (laughs) Partners. What the fuck? Sometimes dubbed the most like, not safe for work study of all time. Really funny too. Yes. Um, so he kind of became a bit, uh, what do you call it? Science famous anyway. Nerd famous. Nerd famous. Sex nerd famous, I guess. Creep That's famous. album. So then Gizmodo was assigned to write a story on him. And the reporter for Gizmodo, mm. unlike all the others, thought to look into his background. Why would you ever do that? Yeah, it turns out he's not a licensed doctor of medicine in the United States. And he claims that he went to Harvard Medical School where he got all of his training in this sort of sex studies. Um, And Harvard was like, no, he did not. Um, So going back and forth, it turns out he went to like Harvard's like continuing education program. It's too bad okay. he has so many names. I mm-hmm. feel like he could have gotten away with it if he just had two goddamn names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Fewer names, dude. Uh he worked at the Howard Hughes Medical Institute, which does oh. crack me up. Um, Jesus. 
So anyway, his studies have been getting published in journals. So like he's got enough training to like know how to write some science and get science people to publish it, but not like great journals, not like mm-hmm. Nature or anything like that. Uh, the main problem is his biography claiming that he went to Harvard University and Harvard Medical School um, and that he uh, graduated high school two years early and went to college at the age of 16. Turns out he got a bachelor's degree at New York University at like the normal time. Um, Basically, his entire background was a lie, and most of the studies that he wrote were completely fabricated, and they when showed around to other people in this field, were like... In the asshole field? Yeah, in the field of like sex studies, which Mm -hmm. is a real thing. Yeah, sure. You know? Kinsey. Yeah, they were like, "Um, yeah, we don't say butt-fisted in the title of (laughs) our studies. It's not really what we call it. Yeah. Uh, okay. But fisted. He claims he's a recipient of Barack Obama's Gold Service Award for humanitarian work, uh, which is not a thing that exists. Um, and he is registered with the IRS as a nonprofit scientific organization in the public service. And oh. the IRS says, uh, no, he isn't. And he said, oh, well, it's registered with the IRS in Germany. Okay, mm. so like he's one of those people the where IRS in Germany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so once you start pushing on him, he's like really bad at this sort of con artistry, yeah, lying or whatever. But the thing is, he raised a half a million dollars uh, in grant money and is providing psychological counseling to people who are into very um, extreme kink stuff. Okay. Including counseling to suicidal people as a mental health provider, which he is not licensed in any way whatsoever. What the fuck? To be. So that's where it turns like dark. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God, this guy, you know. Fisting, haha. Yeah, (coughs) tricked Playboy into writing about him. Who hasn't, right? Um, So hold on. There's one. That's what I did my dissertation on (laughs) sexology. And fisting, like with a specification of fisting. Butt fisting. Butt fisting. Yeah. yeah. Um, he went on Savage Love Cast and um, did some, said some things about uh, autoerotic asphyxiation, um, about how people who killed their partners during sex would get harsher punishment um, than people who choked them out of anger and like how that was like a thing of bias in our system um but that that true yeah wouldn't it just be like manslaughter if you actually yeah it's not true at all in fact the opposite is true um but what he was implying was that it shouldn't be a crime at all yeah (laughs) because it was like a consensual he's gross yeah Okay, let me. He's find. done it before. I feel like yeah. if you're just like, hey, right. I'm just gonna narrow in on this one thing real, real quick, and uh, it's not a crime at all, in my opinion. <laughs> What's his full name again? Oh God. Uh, well, I'm looking for this other answer, Sorry. but it's like Doctor Damien Burton Barshen Carney okay. Barsher. Doctor Sendler is his last name. Damien Sendler dot com. I see if you it. Want to yeah. Oh, he's got a dot com. Mm-hmm. So he supposedly specializes in the treatment of patients with psychiatric conditions raising from, ranging from post-traumatic stress among military veterans all the way to complex forensic cases involving paraphilias. He was trying to set himself up as an expert witness for trials because that pays pretty well. Um, Hell yeah, it does. So like, he would be in charge of people being thrown in jail or not based on just making shit up. I think that happens a lot. It's crazy how you can be like, yes, this is our expert witness on whatever. And like half yep. the time they're just full of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's like so um, kind of it's a vulnerable it's vulnerable populations that he's targeting for money. All right. So he told he talks about a study about suicidal people in sort of the kink community and the reporter, who's a medical reporter or science reporter and knows kind of how the medical community likes to talk about suicide and the terms they do and don't use, immediately flagged his uh, answer because you're not supposed to like talk about failed attempts or mm-hmm. even use the word committed suicide because it's like 
not cool to say that it's a criminal act or whatever. So this is his response when asked about his study. He said, we have a paper that's currently under review that looks at teenagers that failed at committing suicide live streamed on Facebook. None of those things are things you would say as a real scientist. That is a string of fucking words, man. I am particularly interested in working with individuals who survived a suicidal attempt and then lived to tell the story. So these are precisely the people who are included in the study, people that failed at suicide. You know, they had a good plan for ending their life, but they sucked at executing it. Is that... Wait, is this verbatim? Still a quote. Yep, they sucked at executing it, and most of them tried hanging themselves, but somehow the ropes don't work, or they don't really know how to tie it up. It's sort of funny, you know? It's like (gasps) laughing in tears. I talk with this boy from Indonesia, and he tells me, we took. well, I took a lot of tablets of some medication that he found, but you know, the medication, that didn't work. He honestly thought that he would just take it, and like in the movies, drop dead. But no, he said he got this really bad diarrhea and started throwing up, and it backfired, and that just made him live more vividly in pain than, you know, just die. So, I mean, he's like talking about it like in a joking way. Yeah. It sounds like your friend who decided to write a paper. Right. Like, so, oh I mean, God. if you're really going to do this, at least double check if your method is effective. He said, honestly, there's sites out there show you which methods of killing yourself are oh, the most effective. My God. So they certainly haven't done their homework. Is he pro-Anna, too? <laughs> so that's that's who's out there like is. selling. What's pro-Anna? Oh. It's uh, pro-anorexia. Mm. Oh, there's okay. a really dark hole you can get in on the internet for that. I bet. Tumblr's great for it. <laughs> if you eat a bunch of ice cubes, it's like you're not hungry anymore. So I don't believe that. No. <sighs> okay, then I just want to just read some more quotes from this guy because it just blew my mind. All right, so he gets called out on all this by the reporter and he starts threatening him. Mm-hmm. You know, saying he's going to sue him for libel because he knows that like once this article comes out, this whole world's fucking over, right? Um, so he gets called out, and then at one point, while defending himself, uh, saying that like uh, first of all, he said he had a publicist who was in charge of most of the marketing copy on his website. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't personally write a lot of it and he didn't even necessarily agree with it. And the reporter was like, who's your publicist? And he like just names a name and it's a fake name and right. that person doesn't exist. All right. So then really getting called to the carpet, he finally says, you have to understand that in the world where people use, like even the president of this country uses Twitter and creates falsehoods every day. How do we then quantify the degree of guilt that you can do, right? Because you see if the most powerful man can do this eight, 9,000 times and he doesn't care, he still does this thing and people still support him because they believe in the agenda that he executes. Sometimes it really matters that you can just sell things and convince people reality is inflatable and everything's part of the game. God damn it. Trump's bad. Yes. That is This the, attitude. Yep. Oh, I hate it. That's the end of the story of Dr. Sendler and his uh, little evil ploy to be a shithead in the world. You should go to his website real quick. Yeah? Yeah, there's... uh, Oh, did he write about the the, Gizmoda thing? Yep, none of the links work. As of March 3rd, Mm -hmm. he has an updated statement about Gizmodo. Okay. Um, And yeah, just none of the links work. None of the links in in the statement? No, at all on the site. Oh, yeah. He shut down everything. Like if you click about, they light up. It's all. And then if you go to any of the like. Oh, it's a short statement, too. (gasps) I love that it ends with sincerely, comma, and then he forgot to put like his (laughs) signature. He's just so used to just writing it in email. Yeah. With the automatic thing. Wait, what's the last line on that? Twitter. Twitter. And other social media tends to get explosive with jumping into conclusions. Well, sure. Jumping into conclusions is jumping to conclusions, you dumb dick. Yeah, haven't you seen Office Space, asshole? God. This says updated statement as of 3 March 2019. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, this uh, Gizmodo article came out like last week. Damn. Breaking news. Mm -hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. I like stuff that's current. Yeah. Mm. Maybe somebody else was running his site and now they're not because he just doesn't. I'm not getting paid. I'm going to subscribe. 
All right. I love it. Lisa's in. Get all in. the updates. Yeah, you get to post the updates to Facebook when he's like back up and running and fully funded and has a show and like a daytime syndicated show or something. Right. Like he'll still come out on top somehow. Oh, for sure. sure. This kind of person always yeah, does. Yeah, just. He's not bad looking either. Mm, nope. Ew, really? <sighs> like I said, yeah. Like Adam I feel Scott. like he oh. should be ugly. God, get an HTTPS, you not secure dumb dick. <laughs> I think that's the least of his problems. Well, not secure, not if dumb you're a, dick. A, a Although he was, well, and also he was high. doing his uh, teletherapy over this website that's not, that doesn't have a secure certificate. Yeah, you can, general psychiatry, you can just sure. get psychiatry from this guy. Just spill Which, your guts like, to him and he'll look, tell man, you you're doing it wrong. if you can write me a script, like, let's go, let's talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I don't think you can. He's not even licensed to give you advice. He's not even Which, licensed in the state to of, fist someone in the ass. Which in the state of New York is actually illegal. So that's why he backpedaled so fast. Is he in New York? Mm-hmm. Idiot. <laughs> I know. Dumb, it's, dumb. It, wait, it's illegal to give someone advice? It's illegal to sell or counseling services without a license to be a counselor. That should be illegal everywhere. In, in the state Hell of New York. Yeah, it should. For all I know, it is. I just know that that's a state-by-state thing. There's a, so you're saying that potentially there's a state that's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. People. What the fuck? Well, usually professional licensing is left up to the states. That's not typically a federal thing. <laughs> like, there's a lot where, like, every state will actually require a license, but what you have to do to get it varies from state to state. That's common. <laughs> I just thought of terrible things people could do. Mm-hmm. And maybe, like, in Montana, they, like, just don't give a fuck. That's wow, probably true. Call out Montana like that. JK, it's a beautiful place. It's it's all right. <laughs> all the states are great. Montana's just like uh, America. Less altitude Colorado. That sounds pretty all right. Mm. Uh. <laughs> Colorado purist. We like our altitude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Speaking of more butt stuff. Yay! Yay, let's keep it going. Oh, so it's, God, I'm really mad that Stink Fist hasn't been done in bagpipes now. I don't think I know that song. But You'd know it in bagpipes. That's true. <laughs> Get me on those pipes. All right. Um, <laughs> this is the story of Lou Perlman. Um, he is probably not a name that you recognize right away, but you know what he has created, a.k.a. he started the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and a bunch of other little boy boy bands. I did not know that the same person started those two. I thought they were like Coke and Pepsi rivals. Mm -mm. (gasps) No, sir. No, ma'am. It's a monopoly. Yeah. So Lou Pearlman was born in Flushing, New York, and I had to look it up because I was like, Flushing, Queens. Yeah. From the nanny. Same deal. So <laughs> there you go. So he's Fran Drescher. So he is the male version of Fran Drescher. Actually, he's not. If you look him up, he looks just like the, Hubbard. the actual Big Lebowski in The Big Lebowski. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the bombs will always lose. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> the bad, we want the Big Lebowski. Anyways. He looks just fucking like that guy. Um, so he's the only child of Jewish parents. And um, his cousin is fucking Art Garfunkel. What? So um, he's growing up, you know, in Queens and like doing his thing. He's pretty ambitious, but he's not like, you know, he's like your guy, like ambitious but not the smartest and you know doesn't really want to do all the things he likes to cut corners a little bit so um he gets through school and when he's in college at queen's college he creates a business plan for this idea of a like helicopter taxi service and convinces these German people to invest in it. And they do. And he, so this is how he kind of starts to make money. And like literally 
helicopter taxiing? Yeah. Is he flying the helicopters or is he just like the Danny DeVito back at the office? No. Okay. He's Danny DeVitoing it. And so that kind of evolves into this love for blimps. So he's, you know, he looks why not? That's why he looks like one. Was he like, you know what? These helicopter taxis are too fast. Yeah. Okay. So this is, he's getting into blimps in like the eighties. Cool. Everyone's using blimps for like promotion nowadays. Like they still do. It's not practical. So he leases a blimp to Jordash. What up? Jordash jeans. Um, This is eighties as fuck. Yeah. And right. he uses the money he makes from leasing it to Jordash. Also, the blimp fucking crashed. Um, he uses this to buy like more stuff. He um, gets all of his blimps are crashing. I don't think people are dying, but he's just like I said, he like cuts corners. He's like, all right, I'll go buy this used blimp and uh, we'll lease it to Jordash. And Jordash is like, oh, my God, used blimp makes me think of a used condom. This is the fucking funniest story It kind of is. So all of his blimps are crashing. Yes. So there's. He's getting sued, sure. but he's like, no, this is because the blimp itself is shitty. Um, turns out <laughs> at the end of this like seven year thing, they decide that Perlman is in the right and he gets awarded $2.5 million in damages to what? the blimp itself. Wait, because it's the blimp's fault? Because they said it was Jordash's fault because the paint on it, I think, was too heavy. It was too leady. Maybe. Yes, probably. It was the 80s. Was so it stonewashed? It crashed the blimp, and Jordash was like, fuck you, you sold us, you rented us this blimp that crashed. Like, it's yeah. dangerous. Anyways, so the court sided with Perlman. He gets okay. $2.5 million, and yeah. he starts a new blimp company, <laughs> keeps doing all the I mean, blimp i kind of get that if you like rent a toyota corolla and turn it into an art car for burning man it's not their fault yeah if the car breaks yeah maybe sure i don't know but he's shady i'm just saying what have i signed i don't know do you know what i mean like, i don't know how paperwork? blimp rental works i mean maybe he's good at lawyering I mean, if it's just maybe. a handshake i think he's just a bullshit mm-hmm. artist okay so he is in the blimp business. Yeah, the, the, the blimp blossoming history. blimp business, blimpistry. Um, so his oh, new company that he founds with his two point five million dollars is called Airship International, and he's like, "We're mm. going to Florida. We're hanging out with MetLife, and we're doing this shit for SeaWorld. And then <laughs> that main what the fuck? It's I'm telling you, man. This is you can't this make the this guy shit up. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this blimp fucking crashes three more times. No. And um his clients that are still with him are like, fuck you, dude. We're out. He sounds like an eight-year-old trying to fly a fucking kite. Yeah. <laughs> just keeps crashing in a tree. So yeah, he's just terrible at it. So he's down on his luck again. And he befriends this guy who's like, yo, penny stocks are where it's at. So penny stocks, trash stocks, I guess, or what are they called? It's kind of yeah. like what um, Wolf of Wall Street, that's yeah, yeah, how yeah, they yeah. get rich is off Kind of like junk bonds and penny stocks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Penny stocks. So they start getting a little bit more money. And he becomes fascinated with the success of New Kids on the Block. And he's like, look at this. These New Kids on the Block, the fucking... Record companies are making hundreds of million dollars. I can do this. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so with his penny stock money, he starts Transcontinental Records to completely imitate New Kids on the Block, that kind of business model. Um, so the first band that he creates is the Backstreet Boys. And he does this $3 million talent search. That's what it's called. And um, that's how they end up finding, you know, all your favorites. Brian, fucking Nick. Kevin. 
Kevin's in sync. No, he's not. There's Brian, Kevin. Kevin, Nick. Howie. Howie. And AJ. And AJ. Did you Google that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Damn it. I, I forgot Howie. Got I had AJ, but I, f- I forgot Howie. <clears throat> so the Backstreet Boys are obviously a hit. They become the best-selling boy band of all time. Record sales of 130 million. Gold, platinum, diamond, all the countries. Everything's going really great. And he's like, tight. I'm going to start another band. And it's called NSYNC. So he does that. And NSYNC sells over 70 million records. And he is making money, 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 money. He also started... O-Town, mm-hmm. the MTV show Making the Band was him. him. Yeah. Um, two blimps. Yep, two blimps, baby. He started LFO. <laughs> what? Is yeah. that the one who did, I like girls, girls that wear, wear Abercrombie and Fitch? Yeah, okay, I thought so. Oh. LFO and then some other ones that I really didn't recognize. Okay. And he managed like... Aaron Carter and Jordan Knight oh, and like other know, fucking people, right? LFO stands for? It's it's something silly. What is it? Light funky ones. Yes. And light is spelled L-Y-T-E. That's light. Light. Lit. Lit. So eventually everyone is like, what the fuck? Like we are... The boy bands are like, we're selling so many records and we're not, we should be rich and we're just really not. And they're making some money, but not what it should be. Not like, yeah, world beating money. Yeah. Yeah. So with the exception of one band called US5, which I don't know, everybody eventually ends up suing Lou Pearlman. Blimp. For fraud. Blimp down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blimp sh- water ship down. I don't know. Blimp <laughs> ship down. So the Backstreet Boys are the first ones to do it. They, under their contract, Pearlman collected money from them as a manager and a producer at the same time. And he was also paid as a sixth member of the Backstreet Boys. So wow. he was like triple dipping into their income. He was also triple the size. Hey, he really was. So <laughs> he was like um, job of the hut. Yeah. <laughs> They're uh the first one to like really fucking kind of figure this out, of course. I would guess that Brian is the smartest of all the backstreet boys. Right? Uh, like just by looking at him. Because of his heart condition? Uh, I was gonna I go with AJ. But... You think AJ? Mm-hmm. He's the one they always no, interview. No, AJ was the drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. AJ got on drugs hard. That's yeah. right. I think Kevin. Nah, yeah. I think he's too pretty. Like, I Kevin? think he's dumb pretty. Yeah. Caterpillar eyebrows? No, he doesn't have caterpillar. Oh, I like my a, God. I like a good Google thick him. brow. I Ugh. know what he looks Look, like. Look, we all had our favorite. Yeah. I mean, I was an insane person. Definitely not mm. Backstreet Boys. Trash. Same. But, Same. Yeah. Okay, good. My favorite was Sporty Spice. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. Mel C. That's right. Anyways, so Brian is like, this is fucked up. I'm hiring a lawyer initially. He's the one who gets them all in. Um, They had received only $300,000 for all of their work while Pearlman was head of of their record company and managing them. That's literally insane. Yeah, it's bonkers like literally in sync yeah so it's totally fucked up after the backstreet boys file in sync is like tight we're in also we're gonna see you um aaron carter filed his lawsuit against him in 2002 that um transcontinental records had cheated on him also out of hundreds of thousands of dollars and that he was involved in racketeering and he deliberately did all of it because he's a fucking swindler racketeering yeah that's when you drive a blimp into the ground (laughs) duh i don't know why blimps are so funny because they are it is it's It's ridiculous it's the 
it's there's two blimps in the entire world yeah. right now. <laughs> I know because he crashed the rest of them. He yes. just crashes his blimps constantly. He's right? terrible at it. I just picture him on the ground with one of those fucking remote controls, like a, you know, like a dad with his drone on Christmas yeah. Day, and he just crashes the blimp into mm-hmm. Tampa Bay's football stadium or whatever. <laughs> yep. Oh, don't bring Tampa Bay into this. What did they oh, do? They to deserve you? it. So. If you're from Tampa Bay, we apologize. Oh, whatever. Go Bucks. Unless you're from Ebor City, then you're tight. I don't know what that means. Mm, see, I'm the only one who's Then you're light. <laughs> you're light? Um, <laughs> so he's getting constant. He's sued, right? Like, sure. fuck that guy. In 2006, investigators discover that Perlman had perpetrated a long-running Ponzi scheme that had also defrauded his investors out of $300 million. Wow. Really, a little bit more than that. Wow. And he had been doing it for 20 years. He had (laughs) enticed banks to invest into Transcontinental Airlines Travel Services Incorporated. And... um, and another one called Transcontinental Airlines Inc. You know, same thing, but just slightly shorter, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. And both of those companies didn't exist. It was just on paper only and completely made up. He falsified federal deposit and cor- insurance corporation. Or he used falsified documents, obviously, to get their confidence and in his um, employee investment savings account and used fake financial statements created by fictitious accounting. So does that mean, is that like somebody's fucking, like what's your retirement 401k? I think that's more like employee investment savings account. Yeah. I think it's like keeping two sets of books and I guess you're saying, okay, it it would be, it wouldn't be an official 401k. It'd be some other like fake thing you made up. Right. Okay. Um. So yeah, this guy sucks. he's yeah. he's a piece of shit. Did he he lost right? Yeah. Okay. So and I mean I mean spoiler. listen okay. to know his transcontinental savings program. They in two thousand seven. They're like, yep, this is um straight up fraud. He had ninety five million dollars that he had. One. Yeah collected from the investors and it's all gone i mean i guess that's in addition maybe to that 300 million dollars what was he buying i don't know like you think he would look better for having that much fucking money but um such a thing is too much you know yeah so that happens Hmm. and then so they're like fuck you you're going to jail from being a piece of shit and frauding everybody and so five Days before his sentencing, Perlman requests a telephone and internet connection two days a week to continue to promote the bands he's still trying to do. Well, of course, everybody's waiting on his Facebook post (laughs) to find out when NSYNC is going to play next. Yeah, and the judge is like, fuck you, you fucking delusional piece of shit. No. Hell yeah. On May 28th, he's sentenced to 25 years in prison on charges of conspiracy, money laundering, and making false statements during bankruptcy proceedings. He could reduce his prison time by one month for every million dollars he helped a bankrupt trust or bankruptcy trustee recover. Okay. So basically buy your get out of jail free card a million yeah. dollars at a time. Okay. But I mean, obviously that didn't happen. He goes to prison. So um while he's in prison, he the Vanity Fair prints this article called mad about the boys this is yeah still 2007 and in that they talk about how perlman is being accused of molestation so he um really yeah so go there too they would like in some of the things that I read, like 
certain members of bands like he always had like young male like that's what he was into and and the world yeah yeah right but yeah but very young male Mm -hmm. like up and comers and like some of the other people heard like oh have has lou tried to go down on you yet like has he asked if you he can suck your dick or like shit like that and um so in God in 2014, that's like seven years later, he finally publicly addresses the allegation, saying, "Of course, they're unsubstantiated, and he had never been accused by anyone of doing that." Mm-hmm. Um, Vanity Fair, he said that Vanity Fair had only interviewed people that had a grudge against him. Wow, this is sounding fucking and familiar. Hollywood reporter in I guess that same thing that they put out that he responded in said that Perlman's well-documented track record of robbing his artist blind and rumors of predilection for buff blonde boys and his entourage he also had a he he claimed to be very religious of course course. also Mm -hmm. as they all do Mm -hmm. um as they all are, really. Oh, yeah. They're just, you Let's know. Let's talk about molesters for a minute. Seriously. LFO, one of the members of LSO, LFO, Rich Cronin, didn't one of the members die? Die, yeah. I wonder if it was him. Was it L or F or? Or O. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Cronin. Uh, I hope it wasn't. Now I feel bad. No, I do um, too, but not that bad. So Rich Cronin was like, yeah, Pearlmon it. Pearlman wanted to bang everyone and had attempted to seduce him many times. And he said that people who, is it him? Yeah. He's the one who died. It was Rich. Sorry, Rich. Oh, that's how, he rhymes it. When I met you, I said, my name is Rich. You look like the girl from Abercrombie and Fitch. Oh. Fuck. R.I.P. Rich. He was cute. And, um, oh, occupations are singer songwriter. And then he added rapper. Let's talk about that. Rich. Mm. I mean, is it technically rapping what they're doing in that song? Well, they, I mean, by 1998 standards, maybe. Yeah. Like vanilla icy standards. Uh, Wait, two of them died. No what? shit. Is that L? What am I looking at? F? So he got leukemia. Devin Lima. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Um, now the other two are fine. They're like still together. There were four of them? Oh, yeah. There were. F- no, Wait, there's three. Yeah, there's only three of them. I remember. Because mm-hmm. it says Rich Cronin, but yeah. then it says Devin Lima died at he 41 did? in 2018. Sorry, this is. We are derailing. Yeah, we are. <laughs> All right. Speaking of dying, though, let's talk about. Oh, yeah, How? he got cancer, too. What was on this Lou Ferrigno's... Not Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> LFO? No, Lou... Lou Pearlman. The bad guy. Lou Pearlman's yeah. dick. I don't know. Uh, so... Everybody was getting cancer. 2008, Lou Pearlman begins his pr- prison sentence, and his projected release date is 2029, March. Mm. Um, in 2010... So... Really, I mean, like two years, maybe even less. He has a stroke while he's incarcerated. Wah, wah, and Good. dies. Okay. Which. Eh. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hmm? Did he come back to life? No. Well, this doesn't make sense. So, no, wait. However, he suffered a stroke in 2010 while incarcerated. Oh, here we go. Perlman died while still in custody at the Federal Correctional Institute in Miami, Florida on August 19th, 2016 from cardiac arrest following an infection of the interline of the heart valve. Wow. He was supposed to get, or Perlman had surgery to replace a heart valve a few weeks before his death. Holy shit. Rich Cronin died of a stroke too. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Damn. It's creepy. <gasps> Anyways. Do you see they're making a documentary about him? No. Do you know who's directing it? Two years old. Or who's producing it? Who? 
Lance Bass. Hell yeah, go yeah, Lance. Yeah, go Lance. Oh, Lance, I, I am so pleased that Lance emerged as the hero from that entire area. Hell er, yeah. Era. Yeah. He was like, well, Justin he Timberlake's was pretty... a pretty big hero. Well, no, he's like a, Justin Timberlake's the biggest star, but I think yeah, Lance Bass sure. has turned out to be like the, yeah, he's the dude that like... And never forget. He went to space, right? Cool. Yeah. He went to space. He just seems sweet. He does. He's producing sweet. that documentary from space. Yeah. <laughs> They're making a documentary about Perlman? Yeah. Yeah. Or about Rich Cronin? Uh, no, Ella Perlman. Uh, Lance Bass is directing it or producing it and NSYNC and the Backstreet Boys are participating. I would be so As pissed. well as Aaron Carter and, you know, the people. If I were Rich Cronin, mm-hmm. I would be so pissed that I died the same year in the same way that Lou Perlman died. Seriously. Right? What a gross bitch. <laughs> I've never thought this hard about LFO before. And I'm not sure how I feel <laughs> I feel like about I did that. at some like, point. That's Maybe that's the overarching thing to think about is that everybody is a person. Like you see LFO and you're like, they're the, per- the people who did the fucking dumb Abercrombie and Fitch song. And then you're like, oh, wait, he had a stroke and died at a really young age. And yeah. that's upsetting. After probably being molested. He was 36. Yeah. Dang. Ugh, damn. I'm almost there. Same. Well, luckily, none of us are famous. The other one Thank was only God. 41. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Karina just. That's, that's so my, matter of fact. That's my spin. Luckily, none of us are famous. Not at all. It's true, though. That's okay. Um, what did we learn? Butt stuff. Butt stuff.